Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Gary Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello, welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and I am happy to be here with you tonight. We are talking Step 2, Willingness, and tonight is Integration. We have been talking about willingness all month, and tonight we are bringing it all together. And let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I'm doing good. It's good to hear your voice. Yours as well. So, a whole month of willingness. Have you um, have you gotten anything new out of this month? Any new experiences? Me? Are you talking yeah. to me? There's nobody else here to talk to. <laughs> you know, willingness is just an amazing thing to consider and think about. I um, I was attending a, a, a class with Rhonda Britton called Finish Your Year Strong, and it was talking about a willingness to look at the one thing that's uh, keeping you from maybe doing what, what would help you to um, move forward and ask a question like, what am I tolerating in my life? What if I accomplished it? Would I have a huge impact on my life if I got it done? And what thing being left undone has been eating up my confidence. And so that was, uh, I had a real surge of willingness to consider those three questions and mm-hmm. came up with a couple of things that I felt like if I was willing to, to do those, to focus on those, those two things and get them done by the end of the year, that I would be able to start 2022 with, uh, with more confidence. So that willingness has been really important. So I've been able to accomplish quite a bit of it and uh, can see that I'll be able to get it done by the beginning of the year. Well, I am so excited for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think those and that's are, all are great a questions. matter of willingness. Awareness yeah. and then willingness, right? So building yeah. that awareness of what am I tolerating in my life? What am I tolerating? And how if I was to, to uh, you know, get that undone thing that I've been tolerating. Oops. I thought, what's happening? <laughs> My computer just went crazy. I <laughs> started singing. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really good. Yeah, I think those are great questions for us to ask ourselves. Any kind of questions that take us inward and help us to um, think about those things in our lives that um, we're tolerating or we don't like or we're turning a blind eye towards or however you might Mm -hmm. uh, say it and, you know, consider why is it that we are avoiding it Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, what is that fear um, or what is the need that this this thing is meeting? And can you meet that need in another way that is supportive to you? Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting to, 
to think about things like that. And I think for me, I, I speak to think. So it's always good to have someone that I can talk those things over with because as I mm-hmm. talk, I think. And so mm-hmm. um, I get that. I get that ability to to think those things out. And, yes, I'll admit it, I talk to myself because <laughs> there's not always <laughs> someone there to, well, uh, to listen, thing. but I always am. So <laughs> it's allowing yourself, whatever your process is, talking to a friend, talking to a coach, talking to yourself, um, whatever that might be, to allow yourself that time, allow yourself that, mm-hmm. that time to ask those questions and process that information, and then check your willingness. Are you willing to do um, this this thing? Are you willing to stop avoiding mm-hmm. it? Are you willing to take action on it? Are you willing to meet your need in some other way? Um, you know, um, that is, you know, what it comes down to, right? We are we willing? And sometimes we're willing, but we're not willing enough for it to actually happen. And I think that mm-hmm. that is where I can get stuck um, and where I can start to beat myself up uh, because I want something, and to a certain degree I am willing, yet I'm not willing enough for um, to, to actually do it. Mm. Um you know, and so it just sits there being this thing that I want to do um, and then I'm not doing and then I beat myself up. So yeah. asking yourself those questions, getting more aware of what those fears are and then addressing those fears can support that willingness level to go up so that it is high enough for you to do the thing you're avoiding. Yeah, she kind of gave some steps that you could do to to get things done, you know, if you if you are going to focus on that one thing, you know, so whatever that mm-hmm. one thing is you chose that you were avoiding and that was keeping you from um, building confidence to focus on that thing and then to set yourself up to win, like asking what skills do I need to have right now, um, what mindset do I believe I need to, you know, would be required to get this one thing done. And then use your feelings to fuel you. <clears throat> Look at the cost and the benefits of that one thing. And then uh, draw your line in the sand, you know. That now your mm-hmm. greatest, uh, you know, moment that you're you're ready to uh, wake up to what's possible. And you're going to, you know, really say this is it and then get support. You know, if you need support, who can you ask to support you? Who can help you? Stop saying I can't, I don't want to, I don't know, you know, what kind of support would help you. And then daily forward movement, you know, just have daily forward movement, even if it's just one thing, you know, to have, to fuel that willingness to get it done and uh, mm-hmm. then be gentle with yourself. Always compassion, you know, always have compassion with yourself and not beat yourself up. So I think it, yeah. it was a really good, uh, a good I open her, you know, open opened me up to be willing, broke me open a bit, and uh, I've accomplished a lot, which, again, will build my confidence for the next time that I have something that I can ask that same question. Because, I mean, there's always going to be, what am I tolerating in my life, right? 
you go you yeah. you clean up one thing and then you just ask yourself, well, what else am I tolerating in my life? You know, what else what yeah. else is it that uh that's being left undone has been eating up my confidence? You know, what what am I not doing that's eating up my confidence? Mm-hmm. So those are some ways to ways to really escalate willingness, I think. I, I was uh felt like I learned a lot. Yeah, it sounds sounds great. Um, I always learn um, from Rhonda, and um, uh, I think that um, anytime anytime we can uh, up our awareness, it's good. I think the more we up our awareness, the easier it is to up our willingness. Um, mm-hmm. I have a tendency, or I've had a tendency, to let things get to a certain point where I just can't handle it anymore, and then I do something. Um, mm-hmm. And I I would love to be able to just do something um, instead of waiting until it gets to that point where I just can't do it anymore. I can't not do it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And just just take care of it when it happens. And I feel like I have been able to do that to a certain degree. Um, in certain mm-hmm. areas of my life, and I think that that is um, it's important to give ourselves um, I don't know if credit's the right word, but to remember that we have gotten better at this in some area of areas of our life, which means that we can also do it in other areas of our life, and I think that can build our confidence as well. And support us in saying, okay, I'm I'm doing it here. Let's practice doing it here. So, mm-hmm. I I think that can support us as well and increase the confidence in uh, doing doing something similar in another area of our lives. Mhm. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Do you feel like um, during this month that you have um, become more willing? Yeah. I just, I mean, in going through that exercise, that helped me to be more willing to look at what it is and then to to do that. You know, I Mm -hmm. wasn't doing anything. Like you're talking about, you're not doing anything. Well, I wasn't either. I was just coming home and, and every time I'd see this area that, that was draining me of my confidence, I still, I wasn't doing anything. So by setting those, by asking those questions and then being willing to set, you know, go through those steps, I, I'm tackling the job and the job is getting done. Awesome. I love it. I would say that's I'm willing. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah. And we often will ask, our clients how willing they are on a scale from one to ten and I know that some people just want to jump in and say they're they're all ten Um, and they may feel that way in that moment but I don't know if we're necessarily going to always be at a ten and that's that's not um, I wouldn't encourage anyone to have that kind of expectation of themselves or of anyone else because we can't really live at a 10 all the time and in all things. Um, And so as long as we are above a six, a six and above, 
then uh, most likely it's going to happen. The higher we get, the more consistent we might be. And we can get to that point where it just becomes second nature. And there's not, there's not, um, you know, that constant conversation that we're having with ourselves. Are we going to do it? Are we not going to do it? Um, You know, you just do it. So I think that that's, um, that's good to know as well that, um, you know, sometimes just increasing your willingness by one point um, will get you where you where you can, you know, really start to take action and it can build and um, and then your confidence builds right along with it. Mm-hmm. True, yeah, true. I, <laughs> I feel like in some areas of my life, my willingness has definitely increased. Um, though I think in others, um, I, I'm probably right around the same as I was previously, but I think that, um, you know, that's okay. We can't tackle every area of our life at the same point. And so, you know, looking at where you are improving, uh, acknowledging yourself for where you are taking action, um, and and letting it be okay that um, these other things are are going to wait their turn, and um, mm-hmm. you know, and allowing yourself that uh, freedom to address one thing at a time, um, and and tackle one new habit at a time, or one new strategy or tool at a time. And not feel like you have to do everything at once. I think mm-hmm. when I put that on top of myself, I really don't do anything. Because I get overwhelmed mm-hmm. and I don't know where to start. And that first baby step isn't as obvious. Um, though when I can allow myself to just look at one thing, um, then the, the first baby step is, is a lot clearer. And it's a lot easier to start that forward motion, baby step by baby step. Mhm. That makes sense. Definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. Terry and I have a a client in our group program right now, where she likes to try to tackle it all, and um, you know, I keep trying to encourage her, just do one thing, just do one thing. And um, mm-hmm. when she when she focuses on one thing, she just amazes me. And um, I think she's really starting to um, have more confidence in herself because she sees herself being more consistent. She's seen her, you know, she's seen and feeling more empowered. Um, because mm-hmm. she's focusing on one thing and and not mm-hmm. trying to do everything. Um, you know, she's comparing herself to others less. Um, she's taking proactive actions on her own. She's living on, you know, with her intention and practicing her intention daily. And um, I've just seen so much growth in her. And I I know that can happen for... For all of us, when we focus on one thing and we 
um, get really good at it, then we can put in one more thing and just allow ourselves to, um, you know, to have a process and um, to to not be perfect and, you know, to... Uh, you know, to to go slow. You know, uh, Rhonda says um, slow is the new fast, right? So um, allow the pro- allow sorry allow allow the process to be um, to be slow. You know, with the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise went slow, but it won in the end. So yeah. Um, you know, allow allow your process to move and flow however it's going to. Um, and um, resist comparing yourself to someone else on their journey. Yeah. I think it's important, too, what you're talking about is, you know, that awareness is really a huge component of um, being able to, to take take this at, at a pace that's going to be supportive. So I think it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing how the, you know, the synchronicity of the, the steps, because it's important that you are indeed paying attention so that you, you don't fall into the trap of uh, beating yourself up because you were saying how you beat yourself up after you, you know, you don't, don't do it or whatever. And so I think that, that really brings up the necessity to have compassion and the necessity to tension and be attentive to what, to your feelings, because your feelings will tell you a lot. And that's why I think she says, use your feelings to fuel you. And if the feeling that I had when I, every time that I would drive into my garage, because the thing that I, that was holding me back was I, I have all of this stuff from the past my past career as a teacher and every time I drive into the garage it's all you know the garage is packed with it and it was just a feeling of almost like limbo you know here I am in limbo am I still a teacher am I not a teacher blah 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 blah. you know and I retired almost 18 years ago and so it just really it really makes a difference on how I feel and my feelings can totally then fuel me to to make a difference, to change things, to uh, be willing to do that. And that's what I think she, uh, Rhonda means when she says, let your feelings uh, fuel you, and uh, recognizing that that feeling is what's keeping you from making progress. You know, that's what, what's the negativity of not knowing and not being willing to say, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a teacher anymore. I'm not going to use these again. I mean, my life is different now, and and then accepting that as as reality. So, I think it's very interesting just to think about uh, how awareness really guides you when you're, um, you know, when you're trying to uh, make a change. It's just really really helps you to keep on track and maybe to do those things that you haven't done, you know, that you want to do. Mm-hmm. When you talked about feeling fuel you, what came to my mind was that feeling that you get when you start 
when you start doing those things, when you your consistency becomes more regular and that feeling that you get, um, you know, that good feeling that you get um, when you see yourself keeping your commitments and staying focused and, um, you know, let that feeling um, create momentum, um, create confidence, create um, the the flow that you're wanting to have. Let that that feeling fuel what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think when we can really acknowledge ourselves for what we're doing, um, what we are doing, and focus on what we are doing and the steps forward that we are making um, instead of beating ourselves up for uh, the inconsistency or um, the unperfect effort that we've been giving, um, that that energy can get us moving forward and become consistent um, because when we focus on the guilt or the shame or the, you know, not enough or whatever, that's not getting us anywhere, right? So focus on those good feelings that we get when we acknowledge ourselves and recognize our growth and recognize our efforts and let that that feeling fuel us instead of yeah, the I think other that, Yeah, one of the things you said that that's a tool in fearless living that's so, so helpful is acknowledgments and acknowledgments can really keep us from falling into the trap of beating ourselves up and thinking we have to be a certain way. And uh, so I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that that's very important when you're looking at, um, you know, moving forward is that you, you acknowledge yourself because you are making progress and, and letting, you know, that just helps you. I think so much to, the right acknowledgements. And I, I know we've talked about them. You know, we've talked about them a lot on the show. So I think if you're new to the show and you're not familiar with acknowledgements, um, you know, let us know and we can give you a, a makeup class or something, you know, on acknowledgements. <laughs> well, we do have a one-hour free workshop on them, so they can definitely yeah, check that out as well. Um, there you but, go. Uh, but yeah, I think willingness, I think acknowledgments increase our willingness for mm-hmm. sure. Um, because as we acknowledge what we are willing to do, it increases our willingness to do more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think acknowledgments are a very big tool when it comes to willingness. I think um, seeing... Uh, Seeing your innocence, um, forgiving yourself, um, intentions, I think they can all play into willingness as well. Um, as we let mm-hmm. go of the, the weight of the past, it allows us to go forward. Um, you know, when we let go of those things that are holding us back, when we're willing to let go of those things that are holding us back, we can only go forward. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Do you yep. think about a Sounds clean good. shot? 
that past is holding you back, and when it when you let go, you're gonna fly. And so, hmm. um, so yeah, I think that that um, those are all great tools to increase our willingness. And mm. when we when we increase our willingness, um, we'll take more risks. We'll definitely become more confident, um, and we'll start to uh, live more fully the life that we're wanting uh, to have for ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Great well, I ideas. Have in- and, and I just, I, I love the fact that we can talk about the synchronicity of the steps. You know, we're just, we just started over in October. So we started again with awareness and awareness is not like a one and done thing. You know, awareness continues nope. to grow as we um, progress and as we, you know, are willing. So it's like, yeah, what comes first, the chicken or the egg, you know, is like we're really, they just work together so closely. Everything just works together, and and that's kind of what's exciting about the whole process. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I love the conversation that we've been able to have tonight. Uh, I think that willingness is one of my favorite steps, and I know I probably say that about a lot of them, but it really is one of my favorites, um, and I really love possibilities too. But um, willingness is um, is really a great tool, and it leads you um, in uh, in any direction you're wanting to go. Um, and uh, you know, all things are possible when you're willing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure, um, yeah. We just want to. I want to take this moment to uh, just remind our listeners of uh, December 18th, we have a fundraiser going on called Break the Silence. There is a silent auction on in our Facebook group, which is called Break the Silence. And we also are having a speaker event um, along with it from 10 to 1 Pacific time on December 18th, which is a Saturday. And we really would love all of you there. Um, all of the proceeds benefit the Tulare County Suicide Prevention Task Force, who do an amazing and much-needed work here in uh, the county uh, that Terry lives in and I grew up in. And um, we encourage you to come and participate um, and reach out for any kind of support that you might be um, in in need of or want. Um, we also, on the 17th, are having a um, um, suicide survivor support group, which all are welcome at um, that have been affected by suicide in any way. And you can find all of this information on our website, fearlessgenerations.org, and in Facebook, in our group, Get Fearless at Any Age with Fearless Generations, or on our Fearless Generations page, and um, and then also check out Break the Silence. So we thank you so much, everyone, for being here with us. We want to remind you 
that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. And if you would like to know more about Rhonda Britton or the Institute, please go to fearlessliving.org. Also, um, you, as I said, can find Terry and I at fearlessgenerations.org. And not only is there information there about the podcast, but there's also information, as I said, about Break the Silence and our workshops and classes that we provide and our amazing group program. So please go check that out there. Make sure you're following us on LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook, which we are all Fearless Generation on the generations. Make sure there's an S um, on all of those platforms. We share lots of great information and support and education on um, on those platforms that we would love for you to get access to on a daily basis. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Carrie. And uh, we will see you next week right here at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Good night. Be fearless. Be fearless.